The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Hey, it's Hump Day, Wednesday. Hump Day. Hanging with the boys. Coming to you live from the SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. Shout out to Wingstop for making this show possible. We are here. Kurt Daniel, Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, Jesse Holly. And man, we got some we got some breaking newses. We got a couple of different things that have come out over the over the last few hours. Jesse Holly uh, brought to our attention. There's a little drama that's going on up in New York. Tell us what what's happening as we speak. This the situation is unfolding. Yeah. So about 20 minutes ago, as we're kind of getting ourselves together, going to this uh, wonderful, well-produced. Uh, show that we call Hanging with the Boys, tweets are firing off that there was a fight in giant country and a fight with someone that we are familiar with, Coach head coach Joe Judge, uh, and I'm saying allegedly, got into a fist fight with our uh, homeboy and former Cowboys coach and my former teammate, Mark Colombo, off- who was the offensive line coach here in Dallas and went over there with Jason Garrett to be the O-line coach in New York. So the reports are coming out that they got into a heated discussion uh, and, and a fist fight broke out and Mark Colombo slugged Joe Judge who then fired Mark Colombo. And now there's reports that are coming out saying there actually wasn't a fist fight, but there was a firing. So, you know, where there's smoke, there's probably fire. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so uh, so you you think you think that we're imploding? You think that this place is burning down? No, the NFC East is finding new ways to just be more crazier. It's like, oh, you did what, Dallas? Hold on, hold my beer, hold my whiskey. We're about to do something even crazier over here in New York. So it, it's just been uh, it's been a it, this is 2020. Like this is literally when the last time have you heard? Uh, a head coach being punched allegedly by one of his assistants. Like this is indicative of what we are in <laughs> in the year of 2020. That's my crazy. Goodness. Was was Kurt, you were, you ever, he, he was known as what Colombo was known as a kind of a mean character on the field. What was he like as a teammate, Jesse? Oh, he was great. He was a great yeah. teammate. Great teammate. Uh, I used to, you know he's in a band. And so I used to go out to some him, uh, who was it, Corey Proctor and uh, Big Leonard Davis. Leonard Davis. Free reign, brother. Free Free reign. I went to a couple of free reign shows. You leave with a headache, but hey, I went to to a couple of free reign shows. And so uh, Mark was a great teammate, man. Great dude, great person. And, And as nasty as he was on the field, he wasn't as aggressive off the field. So this is one that I'm kind of interested to hear the backstory too because you probably had to say something or do something pretty you you could probably cross if, if mark punched you he you probably crossed the line and you probably deserve to get punched like he's that kind of person he's not gonna just haul off and punch people for no reason he doesn't have an attitude problem or an anger issue 
Yeah. If he punched you, you probably did something to provoke his fists landing somewhere in the region of your face. Kurt, have you ever <laughs> allegedly punched punched your boss? No, no, I can't say that I have, and I don't plan on it either. So, no worries, Derek. <laughs> Not coming for you. <laughs> Nate, you had you play. The thing I like about Colombo is he he a direct person. You tell him what you think. You tell him in the correct way. He he'll accept what you're saying. Something said that didn't agree with Mark Colombo. Yeah, you uh, Nate, you had you played for a lot of high testosterone teams with a lot of young fiery coaches did you ever see a couple of coaches get into it like during practice or on the sidelines yeah i've seen a couple of coaches get choked i'm not gonna call names because <laughs> 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 <So, laughs> i've seen some, some some dallies and some dillies so but i'm wow. gonna call them out man coaches yeah. coaches choking other coaches or players coach players coaches i mean coaches <laughs> players coaches on coaches when a, normally, when a player lay hands on a on a coach, it ain't somebody got to leave because it ain't gonna never be right yeah. after that. <laughs> wow. wow! I I I um I I have a you know I won't say his name because he's a pretty 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 prominent, especially in his time. He's retired now, but a pretty prominent player uh, choked a coach at halftime during. <laughs> A Monday night football game. <laughs> not when, it's not when I was in Dallas, though. It was not a, it's not a Dallas story. Not a Dallas story. But a very uh, prominent player choked a coach, a position coach, at halftime of the Monday night of a Monday night football game. It was one of wow. it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. And how we were told often, that if, if if word got out that you know people would, if we find out who you would lose your job. How awkward That's, is how awkward is that? Is it just like? <laughs> In the locker room, is it just like, oh my God, like don't look, or like? <laughs> well, it, no, was, it, it was no. an argument. It started as an argument, and the next thing I know, this player is like literally choking a coach into the locker, like literally, like <laughs> you know, you you know the cubby holes. He's like he's like on top of a coach, like two hands around his neck. I was like, what? wow, this is the National uh-huh. Football League. <laughs> I would tell you something, man. <laughs> Most coaches ain't as big as Colombo. And if they are bigger than Colombo, they're out of shape, you know, because it always amazes me how coaches <laughs> cuss you out and tell you to get in shape, and then you find out they're out of shape. But anyway, uh, you, it's, that's just a line you don't cross as men. As, as volatile as our sport is and as crazy as we act and as hyped as we get sometimes, we never forget that there is a chain of command. And may, you may be making ten times more than this coach, but if he has any clout on that on that uh, staff, he'll be working to get you out of there. Believe that. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, so if the if the reports are true, and he he's been fired, any chance of him coming back here as some type of special assistant or anything like that? I know I know I heard the players loved him, right? <laughs> Nate's got his hand on his face there. He's- no, I don't see. I mean, they got a good line coach for Kelvin. Take it away, Nate. You deal with the offense. Don't nobody love Colombo like we do. A great human being. But, but why is it we always got to go back? 
Why does the Cowboys? <laughs> oh, let's get Tony Romo. Let's get Jason Witt. Let's get Mark Colombo. Boy, let's bring on the band, man. That's that's a symbol to oh no. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Just you know what? 90% of the time when I ask a question on this show, I know the answer. It's just I need to ask the question. That's right. You gotta just to spur start conversation. conversation. And, and, just, yeah. and sometimes, you know what? Every day that I'm on this show, I learn something. That's, that's another part about what I love about this show is I'm constantly learning from you guys. I'm constantly getting bits and pieces of information. So every once in a while, I'll throw out a question that I think that I know the answer to. And you guys will surprise me and give me a different point of view. So, Nate, don't put your hand on your face and get all frustrated whenever I say something stupid. Because See, I'm not an idiot. I, no, I, no, not to you, Shannon. Not to you or none of my teammates. But understand this. When you ask that question, as, as bad as our offensive line has played at times, don't you know Jesse's Twitter line is firing off because you asked that question? And then, and then Chris Gross shows up with a fight shirt on. Come on, man. Oh, Kyle, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Yeomans. You talking about the referee shirt? Chris B. No, Chris B oh, was holding up the fight sweatshirt. Oh, you talking about, yeah, you talking you. about Kyle? You said you said Chris. You meant Kyle? Yeah, no, Chris. No, Chris Beam showed up with the fight shirt. Oh, Chris, Chris. No. You, yeah. said Chris showed up by the you said Chris. You said Chris Gross. Chris Beam. Okay. I'm sorry, man. I get, I, you know, I, I got it mixed up, man. Because you just, uh, I can't think straight when we start about talking about breaking uh. back players and coaches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll move on. So I, I, I have a question about, well, it's kind of about bringing back a player. Who do you go with this week? We talked about it last week. Do you go with, sounds like Andy Dalton's back at practice. He's officially back. Dalton? They just announced. Do you go with, he's officially back? Okay, officially. Yeah, him and, him and Crawford, are, they just announced they're taking them off the reserve COVID list. And they put Diggs on okay. IR. Okay. Do you go with Andy Dalton and roll that out there again? And do you feel like he gives you the best chance to win? Or do you go with the, the old young guy or the old new guy and Garrett Gilbert that actually showed a little bit of something and, and had a little bit of spark to this offense? What do you do, Nate? Did we lose Nate? Hello? Hey. I just act like I couldn't move. I just see I'm going to work. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. You could. Thank you. Yes. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Jesus. Oh. Is it is it better to have a? Yeah, exactly. Is it better to have a quarterback with experience? <laughs> so better to have a quarterback with experience or That's one or one with started. some energy. Oh, I want Gary Gilbert. Oh. I'm just being honest. I, I'm through with it. Jesse, you do what you do, baby. <laughs> so, I, so, so I changed my stance because a week ago I was all for, hey, let's go with Gary Gilbert. Let's go with Gary Gilbert. Uh, but there is something to be said about a quarterback with experience. There is something to be said about a quarterback with knowledge. Um, and it was something that said that you know, a quarterback that you paid. But I changed my stance to this. I think you go back to Andy Dalton, but Andy Dalton has a leash. Sure. And leash. at this point in time, uh, uh, and I don't know how short that leash is, you know, 
Maybe, maybe it's a half. Maybe it's you know a turnover. Whatever that is. But you, you should be able to gauge early on in the game if your team has the energy and chemistry that it needs to to pull out a victory. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't give you that, then I think then it's time for you to go to the other guy. And, and it's it is not like you know Andy is like the 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 starter or the star of this team. So like. Even if you go back and forth, right? If you decide, you know, this week we're going to start Garrett Gilbert and we might go back to Andy Dalton. Like, that's not a problem at this point in time of the season. It's not like if you are Carson Wentz and you get pulled for Jalen Hurt. Now, that's something that's something completely different because that guy is a $100 million guy. He's been your starter. You pull him and you put somebody else in, you're pretty much saying, sir, your time here is done. But this situation is different because we've had a, a, a mosh posh of quarterbacks playing, whether that be Gilbert or whether that be Andy Dalton or, or, or Cooper Rush or whoever. So I think with, with this, you kind of give Andy Dalton the, the chance to say, OK, you had a concussion because the term is you're not supposed to lose your job because of injury. Uh, you had a concussion. Then you were hanging out at TCU and you caught the COVID with the young people. I'm making that up. I don't know if you caught the COVID from hanging out at TCU. That's completely false if you don't take that and run with it. Um, but now you've come back. Let's see how your week of practice is going. And we're going to play you. And if the energy and the productivity isn't there, we're going to go with Garrett Gilbert. And we're going to develop this guy to be our backup for next year. Because you, you all signs point to Dak Prescott being healthy and being able to come back again next year next year and Andy's made it very clear that he wants to go somewhere and start so he's not looking to come back here next year as a backup quarterback so if you're not getting it done for us let's go to Garrett Gilbert let's get him some experience let's get him revved up in this offense and let's get him ready to be our backup for next year by getting some reps uh throughout the rest of this season Kurt you think also you know Dalton both his starts he basically didn't have Zach Martin in the in the offensive line I think Martin only played like eight snaps or something and then got hurt the first game and he set out the next one so I don't know maybe he deserves a chance to to see what he can do behind a little better offensive line um I don't know I I've heard some people kind of say you got to see if Gilbert's going to be your backup for next season um and see what he can do now yeah, we still but got time for that yeah I agree we got time I, for that with Gilbert we got time yeah. for Gilbert and I I don't even buy that. I mean, we went through the list yesterday. What We had eight teams that would say yes to Dak Prescott as their quarterback and four more that would maybe say, you know, they would take. I mean, how many of those teams would have Andy Dalton as their. I mean, I don't. At this point, I don't see really a spot. Uh, you know, Dalton wants a number one uh, gig next year in the NFL. I don't know if there's going to be one for him. So he may be looking at another backup job. He may be the perfect backup next year, too. So I, I'm not ready to turn the reins over to Gilbert just yet. But like you said, Jesse, I think, you know, you're going to have to kind of see how the team ebbs and flows with them. Maybe brings you, a certain you, energy. You cannot, and I repeat, Jess, you know better than this, you cannot do that to Andy Dalton. You either tell him as a head coach and office coordinator, hey, man, we're going to run with this young guy. We know who you are. And the, and the young guy has the short leash. Not Not Andy. Because if you short lease Andy, you you know he ain't gonna be here because that's a bad mark against a backup ex starting quarterback. That is the total bad mark. So you you don't you, you do that the other way. If you let Andy be your quarterback, Andy has to complete this game. Because if you snatch him, what does that say for bringing him in here 
And what does that do around for thirty one other teams? That ain't gonna, that ain't gonna bode well. Hmm. It does the same not. thing. It, it does the same thing that it done with Don Terry Poe and. Uh, but Don Terry Poe couldn't play now. Don Terry couldn't couldn't play, man. You know, I mean, this dude here was sitting in the middle of a donut going around and around. So it, it don't. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. You, uh, All right. No, I'm that, That's an insult to Andy. <laughs> All right. Let's take our first break. When we come back, let's talk Great about job, it. Shannon. Did you know the, do you know what, what the breaks are going to be, the, the, the commercials? Because you know everything else. Yeah, but. I don't ever know when your when your internet's gonna quit working and when you're just faking it. Prove that point. That was that was good. Dude. That, that might that, you've done some funny some stuff on lips. this show. That might that might be the funniest thing you've done on this show. That was in a while. I appreciate yeah. that. We'll be back and we'll see what kind of shenanigans Nate has in his bag when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. Hanging, baby. Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for Hanging with the Boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet, but seriously, don't adjust your underwear because once it's seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John's fabric keeps you cool and dry on the field or in the stands, and now they even have loungewear. Yeah, buddy, loungewear. Shop underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 15% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. Go get you some. All right. Jerry Jones said on his radio interview yesterday, keeping with the theme of Wednesdays in the Cowboys offense, Pollard has had enough to 
to really say we've got a guy here that can be an impact type player for us. Kurt points out that he's only playing 22% of the offensive snaps. Can you really have an impactful player that plays 22% of the snaps? Yes. Yes, you can. You dial okay. up the plays, and he's the and he's that type of excitable guy. You're only looking for two or three big plays out of that guy that's playing 22 percent uh, or less. You know, you're looking for two, three, maybe four big plays, and he and he's giving them that. You know, does he deserve more, or is it like I think Jesse said that who is it? Uh, Felix Jones, you were talking about. The more he got, the worse he got, or something like that. I, yeah, you know. I, I I just think. It sucks for Tony Pollard because he landed in a bad situation. Let's be yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, things, he, they, he came here with the plan, right? They drafted him with the plan. And then all of a sudden, you know, you pay Zeke. And then all of a sudden, you go and you draft a guy with the number 18 overall pick in C.D. Lamb. And then he has the success that he has early on. And so now you, Tony Pollard finds himself in a situation of where do I get the reps for Tony Pollard? Hence why he does a bunch of kickoff stuff. Because this team has no room for Tony Pollard. He was such a great receiver uh, in college, and they want to utilize that. But now you're saying, do I want to throw the ball to Tony Pollard, or do I want to throw the ball to C.D. Lamb? Mm. Right? And now Mm -hmm. I I pay my running back so much money, so how do I pull him off the field and to give this other guy snaps? I, I can't justify me putting a $15 million back on the sideline just to give the other guy some reps. That's just not how this thing works. So you're looking at three uh, thousand yard receivers and a decent tight end, you know, and a running back who has been a rushing champion and who is a, a key figure in your offense. You're now looking at it saying, well, where do I get this guy reps from? And that's the hardest part. And that's the hardest part for Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy is we have this guy who we see in moments can do some things that is pretty explosive. But time and time again, you find yourself in this conundrum of how do I get Tony Pollard reps? And that's the difficult part. So the 22% where he's being impactful, yeah, when he gets the ball on 22%, he, he is most of the time making positive plays. But to increase that means I have to decrease somewhere else. Am I decreasing the workload from, from Zeke? Yes or no? Am I decreasing, am I, am I taking CeeDee Lamb off the field? Right. I also got guys like Cedric Wilson, who's come along and done some wonderful things for me. So even when I want to go four wide receiver, now it's do I go Tony Pollard as a four wide receiver or do I go Cedric Wilson? So this is a situation that Tony Pollard is just one of those guys who were caught up in a situation where it's like, damn, I'm I'm sorry, (laughs) but you're in a situation where we just can't find enough. There's not enough snaps. There's not enough football. There's not enough opportunity to get you what you may think you want or the fans think you deserve because of all of the other tremendous talent that we have around here. So yes, he has been impactful in that 22% of the time that he's gotten it. But to give him more means I have to make a decision either him or Cedric Wilson, him or C.D. Lamb, him or Michael Gallup, him or Mark Cooper, him Ezekiel Elliott. Now, and then the one caveat that he's not really good at, that even when Zeke is having a bad rushing day, can he pick up the blitz? He has mm-hmm. not been yeah. 
Overall, he's had not been the greatest at being able to identify and then step up and protect and passing downs. So again, when you have to make these, these tough decisions, you have to weigh in all the factors. Yes, he gives me a spark, but when we go to drop back, can he pick up that blitzing linebacker? Can he locate the guy that's coming free? And yes, can he run routes? Sure, absolutely. But does he do it better than CeeDee Lamb? Does he do it better than Cedric Wilson? Mm -hmm. That's the conundrum that they're in, and it sucks for a guy like Tony Pollard who has a tremendous set of skills. You just right now, you just you just rosters filled with talent, and you just happen to be the odd man out. You know what? Win games and winning, you talking about that. Win right. games and the 22% yeah. Yeah. would be enough. You know, we 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 are we are in the back of our minds. I'm talking about fans, you know, and, and even Mr. Jones have that. We you you're trying to fix things. That that nothing is broke, <laughs> nothing is broke with the percentages of plays this kid is getting. Everything is is right in place. You have to win games to understand. I mean, you have uh, here this kid coming in here this week, uh, Delvin Cook. Well, the guy that plays behind him plays twenty two percent. Guess what? But since the break, they have won four or five straight games. Nobody's worrying about it now. They was worrying about it before, but nobody's worrying about it now. Win games and everybody's happy. Win games. Hmm. That's for sure. Just win. You think that? What would you guys do? They've won. Wait. Well, I was going to ask. The, you mentioned Nate. They've won three straight now since their bye week, and their rest of their. We were talking about schedules in the NFC East. Twi pa uh, Packers. Vikings have one of the easiest schedules in the league going forward. Do you think this team is a real contender now? I, I think the Vikings are right where they want to be. Uh, it, it just keeping in line what we use to talk about the offense, our offense versus defense. They got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six rookies in place. Seven rookies in place on their defense that are playing, and it and it hurt them the first four or five games before the bye. It hurt them. They only had one win and uh, about three or about five losses. It hurt them. But they, they knew early on, okay, we're going to play these rookies. And maybe when we come to the bye and we see the donut part of the schedule, known as the NFC East, maybe we can win some games and build some confidence. <laughs> I, I'm serious, man. What, what, we, what, what we do, what we have done in the old days, have drafted guys rookies and not play them because we thought we were – a 12 and 13 win team and we will not play these guys and get them experience well now we're playing these guys so uh let's go man let's go speaking of playing these guys offensive line what are you guys doing there do you are, are you still running out terrence Steele, uh trying to develop him or what are you doing there it seems it like this this team is being you know that's their guy. That's what they're going with. Is that what we're going to see this week? Yeah, you're going to see that, man. And you're going to see uh, our right guard is the stabilizer. You know, every time we talk about one of these quarterbacks, we talk about well, he didn't get to play with uh, he didn't get to play with the right guard. I mean, okay, he didn't get to play with the right guard. Now he's getting to play with the right guard, so everything's going to be all right. So that means Terrence Steele going to be all right too. If it's good for one, it's good for the other. So Terrence Steele will be stabilized. Yo. No, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Your your offensive coordinator, your offensive coordinator, and Keller Moore, before the break, finally call a game 
And Jesse, tell me if I'm wrong, he finally called a game that helped his team and the lack of, of where they lacked at in a lot of places. He finally called something that everybody could, 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 could uh, uh, digest and, and transfer to the field. You know, and so I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that Kellen Moore said, okay, I got this now. I, I, I can really do this. Thanks, Coach. Uh, the head coach, thank you. I'm, I'm finna do this. I'm finna run just enough, what? get a, just enough mixture in here, get the ball out of my hands. Terrence Steele is going to be all right. He's, he may not never be what you call a, a first-rate starter, but he'll be in somebody's rotation. If not here, somewhere else, man, because what you need is experience. What you need is to be able to play. Now, that's crushing us in a lot, a lot of times because we always need this kid butt-naked at the beginning of games. I'm always cry about that. You can't <laughs> leave a kid butt-naked at the beginning of a game. <laughs> What, what, can, what did you see from But at the end of the game, get get butt naked. Yeah, you know, I'm well, just saying, well, you right. do whatever you do, Jess. But uh, oh, okay. you just can't go you, to the trailer you, park. You, go to the trailer park, baby. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, I knew where you were going. I'm butt naked. Butt naked. Hey, you you brought up a good point, Nate. Kellen Moore called a hell of a game the last game. Jesse, do you think? Do you think we're going to see? This game is going to be called like that game, creative, but not too cute, not too fancy. Or do you you think he's now established like, okay, this is the blueprint. This is what we need to do to be successful going forward. I don't know. Kellen has been as inconsistent as this team has been all year. It's like you, mm-hmm. you they'll play good at one moment. The next game they'll come and they'll be back to what we started. I don't know. I, I hope. I hope that he had an opportunity, just like players, to kind of self-evaluate himself at the break and, and, and look at what he did last week and try to find some sort of rhythm. But again, guess what it goes back to? I got a new quarterback in here now. So what worked last week for that quarterback might not work week for this quarterback. What throws and what calls last week worked for that quarterback might not work for this quarterback. He might not like those throws or those calls. So now this is this is the, the 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 dilemma you have when you don't have a starting quarterback when you have a bunch of backups going out there you have to change your game plan each and every week and and hope that that quarterback sees what needs to be seen in order to be successful in it so i honestly what, to answer your question i have no clue well, what did you like from that you both mentioned he, he called great game was it more balanced did he run the ball more what 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 did you like about that it, 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 it was just more balanced, man. It was more balanced. Uh, the quarterback. See, the thing, the why I liked this kid, Gilbert, is he moved up into the pocket, and he moved around in the pocket just enough to help his receivers get open. And he avoided the, the pressure a couple of times and threw away the ball. And that is what I expect more from Andy Dalton, is to, him to move up in the pocket, get rid of the ball, you know, but like you, you know, I guess because we were missing the right guard, he couldn't do that. So let's see, can he do that this game? Because one thing you've always heard me say is, and even with Dak, why are we holding on to the ball? I understand we're trying to drive the ball downfield, we're trying to be mid-range to long. But guess what? Sometimes you dink and dunk to open up things like that and give your offensive line a chance to settle down. Uh, you still throwing on first down. Okay, give your offensive line a chance to settle down. And that's what this kid, Garrett Gilbert, did. He gave everybody a chance to settle down through the select play calling that uh, Coach Kellen Moore and Andy Reid put together. That was nice. 
just the play selection, man. You ain't got to drive this thing downfield every time. Now, I think our receivers are, are, are good enough route runners to get, get open in the short to medium routes, too. Jesse, uh, what do you see in our receivers? Now you said Andy Reid. I, I wish we had Andy. Reed I mean Andy, 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 yeah, <laughs> Andy too. And, and, well, Andy's mine in that in Dalton's body, but because of his other I way around, it wouldn't work. Yeah, Chris, hey, Chris, Chris Gross, Chris Beam, Andy Dalton, Andy Reid doesn't matter on this show. We know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, you know what, man? I, I just, I'm just excited to even be here with you guys, man. I ain't arguing with Nick, but, you know, I ain't arguing with Nick. Hey, any Nick ten name up, boy. Dude, I hey, tell bro, you what, I, you know, I ain't never been good at names, dog. But I tell you what, if you can play, I ain't gonna mess up your name. I ain't messed up oh. Zeke yet. I ain't messed up. No. I ain't messed up Dak. I know who CD Lamb is. Yeah, I know who Gary That's Gilbert is. Dak's, Dak, Dak's three letters, <laughs> Nate. Up Andrew Dak Reed is and three Andy letters. And Dunterios and all of those. <laughs> yeah, for real. And Chris Beam, I know who he is, but I don't know who Shannon Beam is. Oh, oh my man! <laughs> Receivers, Jesse. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What was the question? I don't know. Let's go to break. Let's go to break. And when we come back, here's what I want. We're going to talk about Vikings defense. Nate, Jesse, give me some names of some guys that I should be watching or that I'm going to hear their name called on Sunday when the Cowboys okay. take on the Vikings. We'll be back. Last segment. Hanging with the boys. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for Hanging with the Boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. (sighs) 
Welcome back. Hanging with the boys. SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. Are you looking for something to change up your dinner routine? Help support local Frisco businesses by choosing one of over 30 restaurants at the Star District. For information on delivery, takeout, curbside pickup, and dine-in availability, visit thestardistrict.com. I will be going and having dinner in the Star District tonight before we do our show tonight, Nate, by the way. Yes, Nate sir. and I will be doing a little show here on DallasCowboys.com called Cowboys Crosstalk. It will also be on 105.3 The Fan, our flagship station. And tonight's special guest will be Tony Tolbert, Nate Newton's former teammate of about nine years and also his roommate. So we should have some good stories on the show tonight. So make sure you tune in. And if you're out at the Star District tonight, Look for me, because I will be out there eating somewhere on a patio before we do the show. So, what's the likelihood of this combination of host and station? What's the likelihood that I'll ever get an invite to this show? Probably, uh, slim. I th- uh, Probably oh, slim to numb, and you fresh out of slim. What's up, I man? think. <laughs> I, 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 call her. I think you you have a greater than one percent chance. And less than a one hundred percent chance, somewhere between, okay. somewhere between ninety nine. Yeah, some yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. All I'm right. trying to do well, math, and it's not working. You really didn't go to Austin. school back then. Remember, they lived at I don't, eighteen different places, so they spent more time. I, <laughs> I don't think it's completely out of the realm of, of possibility. I don't think. I don't think it's completely out of the realm. You would have to probably be the alumni player, which you would have to, like Nate said, talk to Emily about it. She lines all those up. So yeah. it would be all fun right, to have cool. you I'm on just, that show. I'm it would be checking, fun. I'm just checking my. I'm just checking the probability. Yeah, I think it's greater than one. It's probably not much, not, not much, not much greater, but it's probably greater than one. So, listen. All right, odds back to the show. Me my whole life, I got a chance. <laughs> hey, there you go, there you go. You saying there's a chance, uh, Nate? Give me some names of some. <laughs> oh wow! Give me some, wow. give me some names of some guys that I'm going to hear on the Vikings defense come Sunday at three thirty. When the game kicks off, who who are who are their playmakers on that team right now? Eric Wilson, number fifty, fourth year linebacker, three point five sacks, one forced fumble, three interceptions, two fumble recoveries. He's everywhere. He's they do it all guy. You can look out for uh, uh, Eric, uh, the other linebacker, Kendrick. Kendricks, him too. he's good too. Huh? Yeah, Kendricks. Yeah, yeah. You can look out for him too. And the one guy that's in the – I hate to say his name is Harrison Smith. I think he was here at the Cowboys 80 years ago and still playing. Yeah. <laughs> Got an interception his last game. Uh, smart. Uh, just, you know, those are guys, like I said, they got six rookies, seven rookies on their team. Uh, Do Defensive team and first and second year guys that are starting to come into their own. With Harrison Smith and what Anthony if, Harris, do they do they have some of the best safeties in the league? They play well Seems together, like and they understand what Zim wants, and they play good team defense. They're always in the right place, you know, seem like, you know, to make plays, except on a 105-yard kickoff return. Mm. <laughs> What are they gonna? What do they? What does what does Zim like to do defensively? Like, how does he like to scheme? What What are we gonna see from a scheme standpoint? And what what kind of game plan are they gonna come? Or are they gonna have on Sunday? 
to me, Zimmer's type of uh, coach is he like disciplined guys, guys knowing where they need to be, and he'll do what he thinks ever it take, whether it's blitzing, uh, safeties or corners, whether it's blitzing at, uh, linebackers, or whether it's trying to get he he will see what needs to be done and try to fit his game plan to it. You know, he's given up 115 yards rushing and 267 yards uh, passing. So, you know, they, them first six or seven losses really hurt them. They, they you know, uh, they, you know, and they still holding on to that, man. It's still lingering effects to that right there because these guys are young. But he'll he'll do anything. He'll blitz, you know, he, you know. Uh, but he likes to stop that run and make you throw at him because he think he has great corners and safeties that over the long haul, they'll win the big play at the right time. Mm. Something I want to get to, I know we're kind of cutting the, the defensive conversation short on the Vikings side. Maybe we can get a little bit more into that tomorrow. But, Kurt, uh, Nate, your former teammate Charles Haley had an interesting comment uh, on a was it Kurt was it a local radio show and Jesse I want to get your your yeah. thoughts on on what he had to say too go ahead with with the quote Kurt well he was yeah he was on a local radio show this morning and he basically was saying that today's Cowboys players aren't physical enough that they don't have that real thirst to win and he's he had a quote something like he he would back in his day he would rip a guy's mouth out before he let him score and so in some ways, he's now, he hates watching the Cowboys because he just doesn't think the game, they're being as physical as they were back in when you guys played. Well, that's, that? that's, the majority, that's the majority of the NFL. Uh, but a lot of times your talent can take you over that. The old 49ers team didn't look real physical, even though they were, but they beat you with speed, finesse, and talent, and, and great scheme from their head coach. Uh, a lot of these guys play that way now, but you have the guys that are coming here this week. You have a few guys that sit in the lead. The Cleveland Browns still roll, rolling like that. That that are physical. The, the defenses for the Steelers on them for the most part, and the Ravens for the, they they still play physical football. They still like to run the ball and beat you up. But it's just the league that we're in. I mean, teams are uh, you know Charles. You know them days of everybody being around twenty four points a game and. That's the average in the league. Them days are over. You know, you, 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 you know, you know, so I, I agree. You know, you, you know, I mean, I think he meant to say rip a guy's throat out, not his mouth. Rip a guy's throat out before he let him score. But, well, yeah, you know, that's me what and Charles, Charles said. Say, yeah. We said the same, we had the same English teacher who let us get away with anything. So. <laughs> Jesse, what do you see oh, when, yes. it, when it comes to physical, like, wow. physical football? You just you aren't allowed. It's not allowed. Football has changed. Football yeah. has changed from when Charles was playing. What what you know? We saw what happened two weeks ago. A guy actually ripped someone's mouthpiece off and then punched him in the helmet twice. Back in their day, that's what has been the regular just flag. He was ejected and fined. You know, twenty five thousand dollars. The football, the game. You, yeah, it suspended two games, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. it? Suspended two games. Yeah. So you know, um, two game checks. Uh, you watch games where I watched the game. Uh, was it Monday night or, or Sunday night? And they called two lowering the head to come in and tackle flag and to initiate contact. So the game has just changed, and, and I get I get what, what Charles is saying. 
Um, maybe the nastiness that he he that he likes or he played with is not there, but the physicality. Charles would just take his hand and smack somebody across the head, and he would just play on. Now mm-hmm. you know again, open hand, closed hand, hit across the head. That might get you ejected for sure. Will get you a fine uh, if it's called. That might get you ejected. The game has just changed a lot. Yeah, you you may and get a check on Monday or Tuesday anyway if you don't get a flag. You, you right, it still might yeah, come. send you something. So yeah. you know, that, that that's the one thing when you talk about you know the the older generation. And I started my career kind of in that when football was still being able, you could still lay somebody out, and it was it was applauded. Uh, it, it, it's same. It, it's not the same. Yeah. Does it does it bother you guys, or or maybe I have a misconception of this team? But it seems to me like this team over the years, the offense has has actually been more physical than the defense. And I don't think they're what you would call a, a finesse defense either. Would you like to see a little bit more nastiness and a little bit more physicality from, from you know, the defensive unit than, than what they currently have? And how do you get that? I mean, is it just attitude? It's just going out to get the right players, man, and setting the right tempo in practice. And, uh, and, and when you do have your little five-minute scrimmages or inside runs for five or ten plays, make sure people butt up, thud up the right way. Make sure we always had a little thing is, you know, when we went against our guys, is who had the hands inside. Who That was the guy that was saying, I'm finishing you. You know, so we fight. We continue to fight and move our hands. They help you not get holding calls in a game too. As offensive line, of finishing this guy, I'm gonna finish you. And when you look, and when the whistle blow in practice, you look at him like I got you, homie. And uh, <laughs> those little things like that, where people make, ah, oh, that that ain't nothing. Try it on a guy who's got some heart. Try to do that on a Tony Tolbert. You will be in a fight. Him and Kevin Golden got into <laughs> a lot of fights trying to finish each other off, and it's just two or three steps. But they were trying to win those two or three steps because it kept. You read it, and you could transfer it over into the game. Now, at wide receiver, you know, Michael Irvin was pretty physical. I don't know how it was with just them, you know, but, you know, our receivers. Now, Dion and Mike then used to go at it because, I mean, it was two elite players that that just was great at what they did. But if, if you was a young guy trying to go against Mike, Mike was trying to take your heart, you know, <laughs> bottom line. Yeah, he was trying to let you know. I'll decide how we're gonna practice out here today, and that's gonna be hard every every day because I needed a great look. Because Mike was always thinking, uh, Mike thought on a different level. The guys I played with thought on a different level. Troy, them, they already knew they was in the game to be Hall of Famers. Emmett, they came to the league with a with that on his mind. Michael Irvin, he was scared that he was gonna miss a meal because he had 17 kids and his family. He came at home and never ever <laughs> stopped wanting to eat. So I'm just being honest. When I played, guys had a different um, different mindset, and I'm not saying that these younger guys. I don't know them personally. Shannon, you know them better than me. Jesse, you know them better than me. I don't know that we have a team full of guys that, you know, if you throw a bowl of porridge on the ground, everybody going at it, man. So I don't know that. So I'm not I'm not downing them or knocking them, but they're not a physical team. All right, fellas. Time is up. The worst moment of my day when I have to say goodbye to you guys and Chris Beam. <laughs> Nate, thanks for the jokes today. Kurt. 
thanks for wearing the yes, uh, what you got, the gray oh hoodie God, on today, the, mixing it up. That's the best I can get Turn for the show. Yeah. Jokes Looking today. Good. Hey Jess, thank you. Jesse, Chris, I like, thank I like you, the jacket. Y'all. Go fight, win the I night. I like shirt. the jacket. Kurt, great cut, great yep. questions. I'm trying to drown out Shannon Gross, and we ain't seen his mom, yeah, okay. and I don't know how long, and she would be better. She definitely would be. She is better. Thanks, Chris, for keeping us on the air. We will be back. Nate, I'll see you tonight. Everybody freeze. Everybody freeze. All right. Later. See you tomorrow. Hang with the boys. Same time, same place. Good one, Jess. Good one. Good one, Kurt. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?